I'm hosting, yes. bro. Why are you starting? I'm hosting. I know. You got, I was going to say I'm relinquishing my my duties over to you. No, no, no. no I got to give no, you an no, intro no, no, first. No, 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 no. I got well, your okay, back, bro. Fine, Don't fine, worry. Fine. Don't worry. You you let will, me be the I driver. Will do my best to try to shut up for once. I am the chauffeur. I, I am the chauffeur. You guys are are the the hot commodities in the back. Don't worry. I got this. I got this. Call me old man waves. Damn you, old man. Wait, wait. Old ass man. Shut up, old man. You smell like fart. No. Old man. He's so old. He got a podcast on cassette. Fuck your old. Wade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the Old Man Wade Show. You better believe it, baby. Today's topic is Kanye West and Drake. Oh boy. <laughs> Folks, we are going to be digging into these two artists here who just came out with uh, top-selling albums. There's going to be some very strong language and very strong opinions being shared here. And we figured, you know something? For once, let's allow old man Wade, instead of carrying the load of hosting, carrying Javi, Mr. Superwoke over there, let's allow old man Wade to be on an opposite side so he can finally give Javi the business. And whatever old man Wade misses, don't worry, we brought in a special guest this week who is going to cover the rest of the bases there. We are going to pick the bones clean because Super Woke Javi has claimed to be a music expert. He has claimed to be a man that eats, sleeps, and breathes hip-hop. So we are going to find out once and for all how true that is. Okay? Our esteemed panel for this special edition of the Old Man Wade Show Starts off with the founder and CEO and host of Foundation Radio. He is a lifelong hip-hop fan. He is also a part of the Jackass franchise. But he's the guy in the back who bails everybody out of trouble. And they're always in trouble, so you know what that means there. Without further ado, Mr. Adam Bernard. What's going on there, A.B.? What's going on, everybody? Thank you all for having me. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. I'm excited to be here on the show. Thank you, Duke, for your wonderful uh, in, and engaging um, introduction there. I really appreciate it, and thanks for having me, guys. Now, just to clarify something there, I want to make sure people uh, know that I mean what I say. You're the guy behind the scenes with the Jackass crew that has bailed them out of jail and gotten them out of uh, serious situations when they've taken too many magic mushrooms or whatever else they mess around with, right? <laughs> well, it's specifically two guys who will remain nameless in the uh, the greater Westchester area. But yes, I am the guy that uh, helped get them out of jail. I will also be a part of an upcoming documentary and an upcoming book about a very famous Mercedes crashing story. So yes, I am the guy that helped them get out of trouble and get out of jail and, and you know, do the things that they needed to do to stay <laughs> On that straight and narrow, but yes, that was my uh, that was those were my duties for a while, and uh, yeah, I am uh, I am here to talk hip hop today, and uh, hopefully, I'll have a little bit more to talk about Kanye West in a minute. But I really don't want to talk about this album. Well, it takes a, it takes a jackass really to talk to. about a jackass, so it's very important that you're here, there, Adam. Um, hey, hey, that works, man. That the works. only difference right. is he That's won't right. be sending him out sending him out any bail. 
That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. I'm not bailing out Kanye West. He, no. And therefore, uh, President Obama won't be calling you a jackass as well because it's already understood. So we're good here. We're good. Next up, we have the pride of the old man Wade show. We are talking about a man who is a lifelong hip hop fan and historian, a man that, you know, when the Caribbean music is playing, he is at the front of the line ready to whine the political science, <laughs> the, 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 the man who knows tech inside and out. Okay, the man with the scruffy beard, but you better believe you better hide your wife, hide your sister, hide your daughter, because he is the man that makes it happen and drives all the ladies wild. We're talking about super woke, Javi. What's going on there, Javi? What's going on, dude? I wanted, I, I, I really want to thank you for all the good things you say to me, but I feel like it's a trap. So I'm going to cautiously say, hey, what's up, everybody? Um, I think that uh, Duke over here kind of stacked the deck on me a little bit. But, you know, it's okay. I'll try to live up to some of the the craziness he said about me during this episode. And I can't wait to get started. Spoiler alert. Well, you know, Javi, let's go. Oh boy, here we go. He already spoiled it. You know, you know something, Javi? I wanted to make sure I got all the positives out of the way about you. So, you know, I, I start with the positives. Now we can get into the real stuff. So don't worry, man. I put you over for the last time for the rest of the show. Okay. Oh man. Oh, I know well, that. And I can say <laughs> that um, uh there's a line of there's a line of the Joe Budden album. First, let me start with I love you, and I think we got the power to grow. And then he then proceeds to get into all the negative shit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Like. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting right. for the inevitable curb curb stomp from yeah. Duke. I know it's coming. Hey, listen, I'll try, I'll listen, try not to. You flinch. know it's coming. Out of nowhere, the RKO. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Okay. Last but not least, <laughs> yeah, he is. Bro. That's right. He is the namesake. Okay. He is the man that makes it all go round. He is the man who is not only a journalist, a comic book expert, a security specialist, a dog father, a fantastic husband, an even better friend. And oh, by the way, he's also a florist, if you can imagine that. We are talking about the one, the only Old man Wade. What's going on there, old man Wade? Ah, oh, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, nothing much, man. You know, I'm the god of stubborn the Lord of Laughter, old man Wade. I'm sitting here doing my thing. Sober for once, now, so I, the you, mind is clear that- and I can... Well, I was gonna say you're not you're not drinking any boom sauce right now, old man. This is this is a new thing for you here. Where's the boom sauce? Uh, boom sauce is still at the, at the liquor store. I haven't had a chance to go run and grab anything yet. I didn't really get much sleep, so I wanted to come in here with a clear mind. Um, then when I get okay. out of here after I finish uh, destroying everybody, I'll pull a I'll pull a victory lap. <clears throat> Shout out to Nipsey Hus- Nipsey, and then I'll get my alcohol. Wow. Okay. Okay. So once again, folks, we're going to be talking about two artists and two albums. Okay. So old man Wade and Javi have already broken the rules. They've already talked about other artists. They've, they're trying to do a bait and switch already. I don't know what's going on here, folks. 
But we're going to get to the bottom of this because it's Hobby, funny you business. It, man. You called it. Look at look at look at Hobby. Look at Hobby. Look at him. Look at him. That's, it's a good thing he's muted because he's already I'm starting with his yo, theatrics. Listen. You know. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I feel I, like I, this. I, yeah, we need a new, we need a new jury. I call mistrial. <laughs> jury. <laughs> yo, you know, that sounds like loser talk to me. Did, did you vet oh. this guy, old man? Like, what's going on? Are we just letting all the riffraff in? Come on. Again, that's just, right. That's yo, right. yo, dude, Adam, this sounds that's like right. loser talk that's to right. me. Wow. Woo. Uh-oh, he's on you. He's wow. See, this is why we had to have Old Man on the panel. We had to have Old Man wait on the panel for this reason. He is going to give it to Javi once and for all. So this is going to get real interesting. Okay, that's right. Now, folks, I am the Duke, host of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast and the Tell Us the Truth podcast. And let me tell you something. I am excited because these are three of my closest friends, and we were having conversations online about two of the latest top albums in the world, Donda and Certified Loverboy. And we decided, you know something? Let's take the conversation from outside of private messages and let's put it on the Old Man Wade show, okay? Let's give the people what they really want, which is insightful conversation from three sharp brothers who know what they're talking about here, at least sometimes, okay? So to start it off, we're going to do pros and cons, Okay, we're going to start off with Kanye West's latest album, Donda, and we'll start with some pros. So, old man Wade, give me at least two pros to Kanye West's latest album, Donda, please. It's engine two pros. It's engineered really well and the beats are good. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Super woke Javi, give me some pros for Donda. Well, I think that um, it's a major pro to this album is that it feels like a, a, cumul- a, a cumulation. I can't say that word properly of everything that Kanye has been working towards ever since Life of Pablo. It seems like a more refined Life of Pablo. I think um, if I have any, uh, I have a lot of critiques about what's happened between Life of Pablo and this album. And the major one has been, it's his, every album he's come out with so far has felt disjointed. Um, but with Donda, it feels like he was actually working on something. He, he, was, he was crafting his, his sword for this album, um, for Donda. And it has elements of everything we've seen from Kanye in the past couple of years but it, it, it seems like a fully fleshed out idea. And, um, it's, you know, I could go even further. I'll, I'll save a little bit left. I'll save a little bit for the rest of the show. But for me, that's the one major pro. It's, it, I've been waiting for this album and I didn't even know it. Um, I'm happy it's out. Wow. You may be one of the few people in the world waiting for this album. So that's good to hear there. Uh, super woke hobby. Good stuff there. Uh, next up, Adam B from Foundation Radio, give us some pros for Donda. I'm also going to go and say that the album, was, the beats were mostly solid. And Jay Electronica, I can never get enough Jay Electronica. That guy can rap his fucking ass off. And yeah, I yeah. will, I will, anytime Jay Electronica is on anything, I would listen to it back and forth. So yeah, those are my two pros to Donda. And I let me also reserve... just 
No, I was just going to say, I'll, since you brought up Jay Electronica, I, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up um, Jay, but he, he's Jay. So it's not shocking that he put out a dope verse and a song because, you know, what he does. That's just what he does. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's just, that's just what he's, you're going to, you are going to get a delivery. You're going to get an incredible verse every single time you get a, a Jay Electronica feature. So yeah, I mean, those are, I, I'm going to reserve the rest of my critique and my, my serious shortcomings or misgivings with this record. But yeah, that, those are my two, I, you know, I, I typically enjoy a Kanye West produced beat for the most part until it gets a little too like weird for me. I don't know if he's necessarily for me as far as my ear stray too far from the beaten path. Like maybe not so much like, you know, his earlier stuff, but maybe 808s and, and Life of Pablo. So, um, yeah, I uh, I would say those are my two my two takeaways that I enjoyed from this record. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. OK, now what about Certified Lover Boy? We're going to stay with you, Adam. Start with Certified Lover Boy. Give us two pros here. <laughs> Hove, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Uh, number two for Drake. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm going to have to go with production as well on that. Um, I enjoyed the production on the record. Um, it was different, obviously different than Donda. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with my same two answers except a different J. I'm going to go with Jay-Z, and I'm going to go with the, the beats and the production on the record. Super woke Javi. Give us some pros for uh, CLB. Uh, so, Adam said Jay, and I think Jay-Z had a standout verse on that album. But I'm going to think that the standout for me on that album was actually one that f- didn't have any features, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. I think that a lot of people underestimate Drake's pen, and and it's crazy because this guy hangs out with battle like competitive battle rappers, right? He's 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 ghost written for many many artists, um, and Seven A.M. on Bridal Path, I think, is probably one of the best pure hip hop tracks of the year. <laughs> My bad, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Mm, yeah. You see that? You see that old man? You see that old man? You're already starting. You're already starting there, old man. Okay, your turn, old man. Okay, give us, give us some, some uh, positives for CLB. Uh, first off, Drake is Drake. Um, I always, I love Drake's hustle, so I'm gonna add that to what he does. I may not be a big fan of a lot of his music, but I will never take away from the fact that that man is always, always, always working. That cannot be taken away from him. So I'm going to add that as one. Uh, two, that J verse, man. Like, but um, I'm not going to I'm not going to use the J verse just because, like, you know, it's again, like I said, it's Jay Z. That's what he does. This is nothing new. This is how he rolls. So I'm going to go with the fact that even the songs that I didn't like, I can understand why people did enjoy them. There's a lot of, and I hate to use this word, I think every um media personality will use when they talk about an album, but it was really cohesive. Like, it flowed really, it flowed well. And that's something that even when I didn't like a song, I said, okay, this song works right well right into the next one. So whoever was a and or producing or whatever it is, they did a fantastic job making sure that the album didn't seem like jumpy or choppy when you were going track to track. And that's something that can really kill an album. We're pretty sure everyone here has heard an album where it's like, oh, all these songs individually are good. 
but together it it just doesn't hit right. Not not necessarily the case here with Drake's out with um certified lover boy. And if I could have a third one, the simplicity of that album cover in knowing damn well that that troll was gonna like get people talking was masterful. So all props with their due. Okay, we, we got the good stuff out of the way. Now let's dig into some of the dirt. And we're going to start with Super Woke Harvey, a man that is as opinionated as they come. So for Donda, what are some, some uh, not-so-positive takeaways here? <sighs> that's a... That's, and and I, I know I'm going to get some slack for this one, but... Oh God! Me and Old Man had a conversation about this um, album uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I, I I think I think I said something like this was actually uh, a, a masterpiece of an album. Like, it not necessarily there's better hip hop albums. There's definitely better. Like, I I, I think we're a long way ways from Kanye. Object, the um, objection, your, objection, Your Honor. Uh, he's already fabricated by calling it a hip hop album. It is listed as a gospel album. <laughs> Woo! Sustained. So, as let me get back to my point. No, 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 no. Am I wrong? Okay. Is it listed as a gospel album? Sure, it, it is. Yo, I don't. Well, okay, that's the thing. I don't pay attention to that. I don't. Well, I don't. Well, I don't pay well, attention well, to how well, albums well, are listed. He did that. Okay. Well, well, all Grammy. right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He raps. Hold on. <laughs> There's rappers. Hold on. Hold on. It is it is listed as a gospel yeah. album, but we have to be honest. Gospel has hip hop, so it is a gospel hip hop album. Continue. Just, well, just what does No Malice do? No Malice makes gospel hip hop, right? Like that's we could we could basically call it pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, that's, and I think it's semantics. Like, look at um, and again, I know uh, Dookie said don't bring in the other artists, but I think this is a strong point. Um, Old Town Road, right? Like that was that was a country song until people figured out it was a queer black kid singing it, right? So I don't really put too much thought into what albums are listed. To me, it's about the music and um, the genre. The genre, the genre could change track to track. To be honest with you, and I would agree with you. I would agree with you if Kanye West didn't make such a make such a big deal about it being a a gospel album. If he didn't, so go there goes. Out, you no, know, let me finish my point. If he didn't go out of his way to call it a gospel album, I wouldn't even be having this conversation. But he specifically went out of his way and took tracks off the album because the, this person swore and was like, "Well, I can't have cursing on the album." But yet, still, like you have cursing on the album, which is bleeped out. So you went out of your All right. out of his way to call it a gospel album. That is the only reason. So, I'm since, so since it's my turn to speak, all right, I'm gonna say this: you actually helped me out. Done, but okay. You help me out with that. You help me out actually think about a, a true negative. I think a negative to this album is Kanye himself, his behavior outside of this album. I think that a lot of the a lot of the the flack that he's getting for this album, I think much of it, and I think much of your criticism with Kanye is his behavior outside of it. The fact that he 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 speaks with this crazy stream of conscience, like he's thinking about gospel one second, he's thinking about he's thinking about freaking doing ecstasy and having sex with his sister-in-law is another, right? Like, I think that his Kanye himself is the weakest part of this album. I don't even have words for that. 
Wow, that is bottom. that is uh, inflammatory. Kanye West, Yeezy now, has Manson, just been. Marilyn Manson's the Mar- oh. Marilyn Manson's the worst part of this fucking album. Let's call it what it is. Marilyn Manson's the worst fucking part about this album. What the fuck? All right, I'll get to my points in a minute. I, I, will, I didn't I will, even see. I, I couldn't even catch his influence on that album. To be honest, I with will you. withhold until it's my turn. I will mute myself again. And no, well, you know something. You know something. We're gonna we're gonna save old man Wade for last since he already cut in. Go ahead, Adam. Adam, finish your point. I I just I there are so many things that are wrong with this record. Like there's just so many things. I don't even really know where to start. The biggest issue that I have it's the it's the audacity for the sake of audacity okay it's the shock value for the sake of the shock value why the fuck okay like the baby right like let's just kind of compartmentalize those two for a second okay um the baby there might be a little bit of playroom there because he's still a really big hip-hop he's still a big influence in hip-hop but his actions and his, his everything he's done recently has been really kind of dreadful right i can sort of see why someone would would be would not be as opposed to having the baby on the record okay i don't agree with it i don't, I don't think he would have done that but i don't i don't necessarily that's not really my choice right he's the creator of that. but marilyn manson like dude there, there's just there's absolutely no reason for him to be on this record right I, I know duke and i constantly we argue about this all the time it's you know it's it's uh innocent until proven guilty and everybody has their day in court but this guy is is socially toxic and you're putting him on a record at a time when there is a huge influx of people that are coming out for the me too movements they're coming out to to say that this kind of behavior isn't going to be tolerated anymore he's had a decades and decades worth of 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 issues in his life why would you put Marilyn Manson on the record right it's not like you're talking about a you know you're not talking about a situation where you're going to meet Donald Trump inside of the white house which is still objectively bad right you're doing it for the sake of of news, but at what point do you say to yourself, this is a little bit too far? I don't know if I would have put Marilyn Manson on this record. I don't think there was a reason to put Marilyn Manson on this record. I don't think he brought anything to the table other than to, to like croak out that 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 chorus of whatever he was singing. But I don't I don't I don't see why he should have been on this record in, in any way, shape, or form. And that's just like a microcosm of the entire larger problem with Kanye West overall. It's the shock value for the sake of shock value. You're not adding anything, right? If you're gonna drop a record like like the college dropout, right? And you're going to talk all this shit. You're going to do all these crazy things. And then you throw out a banger like college dropout or even my dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy. To me, that's a whole different conversation and a whole different ball of wax when you're doing all of these insane things to bring some attention to this incredible project. But you're putting Donda out. This is not like it's, it's just the whole thing felt rushed. The whole thing felt discombobulated. The whole thing felt like it was just it was just pieced together. Uh, it, it just and then add Manson on top like there's you, you guys understand what I'm saying right I maybe not as, as expressing it as eloquently as I'd like to but like what is the point right? I can't I, I go saying. back to that you know what I'm saying like what is the point of having Marilyn fucking Manson on this record you are purposefully inviting all kinds of insane you're you're now taking away from the artistic expression of this record right if you're going to put something like Donda out and you're going to sit here and say yeah this is an incredible record this is a masterpiece as 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 uh, as super woke called it this is a masterpiece of a record i want you to enjoy this but here let's take away all of the fucking shine on this record and and everyone's going to hype be hyper focused on the baby and Marilyn Manson it takes like but, you're i'm not li- like i'm not interested in listening yeah, wow. to the rest of the record now i get what you i and i get what you're saying i think that touches my point i think that a lot of the critics like this is a this is an objectively every everybody like i'm i'm not beethoven right i'm not even kanye west right i played the saxophone and i like an eclectic mix of music right 
But everybody I know is with an artistic bone in their body calls this an objectively great album. It's 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 a good album. So I think I don't much have of an the issue on my body because I don't think it's a masterpiece on any conceivable level. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, no, no, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm, no, no, I'm right. Asking. That's my that's my that's my kickback too. Is I'm 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 an artistic guy. I'm a photographer. I create. I do all kinds of things. Yeah. I don't believe that this record is in any way, shape, or form anywhere close to a masterpiece. That's my opinion. Super woke. You're obviously you know you're it, uh, entitled to yours. I disagree. Well, I would, but I would say just now that like. Seventy percent of your criticism had nothing to do with the music. It had well, everything to do with, with the toxic, toxic, toxicity. Can't speak around the album, which is fair. It's a fair criticism, right? We could, we could do. I don't listen to R. Kelly. I, right? you know what? If, but I'm not gonna can. I'm not gonna cancel somebody because of their political views, and I'm not gonna cancel somebody because they have somebody who's accused of doing something that you know. I, I have no idea what the Marlin. Manson situation is right, but I'm I ask I, I'm not a canceler. I don't do that. Like unless you're unless you're out there with a sex tape with kids or something, and you've been convicted be... of something horrible, I'm not going to cancel you because I'm not as Kanye as as Jay Z said on the verse that you guys spoke highly of on this album. Who am I to cast the first stone? So I'm good. So let me just get out my yeah, I'm my get back on a little bit too. Yeah. So my issue with the album. Because I, I went in there objective, uh, objectively subjective. I can't remember which one it is, but I went in there with a clear mind. Objectively, I was like, you know, let me actually give this, and let me give this an actual listen. So woke up, I put it on, and I'm listening to it, and I'm already turned off by the dun da dun da dun da. I'm like, this is this is fucking stupid. Um, but I listened to it. I said, okay. I went to the next. I went to the next track, and I was like, all right, the beats on here are dope. The lyrics are awful, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and I just, that's what I kept saying to myself, like, wow, the lyrics on this are awful throughout the whole thing. Right. And then I noticed something that really, really bugged me more than anything else. This entire, all the beats on here sound like something he recycled from another album. I Correct. vividly Correct. remember what, I think it was track four. I vividly remember listening to this going, this sounds like uh, the opening track to 808 Heartbreaks. I'm like this. I'm like this is just these are all these all sound like recycled Kanye West beats. This album right, sounds jail. You're talking about you're talking about jail. Jail literally sounds like it was a it was a cutting room floor version of something that 808s and Heartbeats like it should have come after Heartless, right? Yeah. And I I I, I, I want to you go ahead and then I'll go back because I want to go back to something that something that Javi said. So go ahead. I just like I'm listening to this. It didn't. It was. It's like and as much as like I said, I liked the I liked the beats on. I did like them. But my problem is, it's like, it would be like, it's like, let me put it in wrestling terms. I have seen matches on a pay-per-view and then seen that exact same match minus a couple of moves the very next Monday. Now, was it still a good match? Absolutely. But it does take away from the originality, and I I am going to look at it a certain way when I go back and visit it. And I and I sat and listened to it. And it was funny. I was talking to my therapist because he was like, well, strap in, it's 27 tracks. I said, excuse me? And so I was like, and that's another thing. Like, I don't need 27 tracks from everybody. I'm a huge Feral Munch fan. I don't need 27 tracks from Feral Munch. The Blueprint 2, no. I don't need both of those albums. I, so I, we're criticizing him because he had too much tracks on his album. Like, well, wait, well, wait, let me. No, we're talking about an opinion on why I don't like. Yeah, 
it's too much. It's too much of the same shit. It's like if I hear a track, I shouldn't be hearing a track that I've heard before or something that's absolutely similar. And yes, you can have too much on an album. And yes, that can't hurt someone's opinion. Let me say it again: someone's opinion on an album. I didn't like because it, it was just too. It was too much. At some point in time, I'm gonna get fatigued with something. That goes for that goes for anything that I like. Um, some of my favorite movies, as much as I love them, I'm not gonna sit through two and a half, three hours of it. If if that's the thing, it can still be great, but it's gonna take away from like the replay value of it. It's gonna take away from my love from it if I have to legitimately dedicate time out of my day to spend an X amount of time to do it. It's like binging something. At some point, I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to do this. And plus, I have shit to do. Like, right. you know I, mean? I have a life outside of this. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah. Javi, let me, let me go back to this. Let me go back to this, Javi. Um, so your, your critique of me for a second here was about. Can you just hold that thought for one yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for being rude. I apologize. No, no, no. You're good, man. You're good. It'll give me a second to formulate what the fuck I was going to say anyway. So it's fine. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there, Adam. Hold that thought for a second because I got to clear something up. Okay. I am the host today. I am the judge. So let me just make something clear because old man Wade said something that was pathologically flagrant and it is not acceptable to leave that on here. And you know something, we're not going to edit it out. I want the whole world to hear old man Wade saying things that were just completely negative and untrue and unacceptable. Tract four on Don <laughs> is off the grid. It is the, it is the absolute Which is crazy. Best track on the entire album, and it's and only because Fabio Foreign, the best rapper alive right now, not named Daisy, Fabio Foreign, went went completely bananas on that track, and it was the most and it was the most beautiful yeah. thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. So I will not sit here, and I know that I'm I'm the host, but I will not sit here, sir, and accept the fact. That you disrespect the great goddamn name now, of Fabio Foreign. I, I don't like it. It's unacceptable. And I'm putting this on the record. You're wrong. I just want to point out that all I did was talk about the beats. I didn't say anything about the song. Right. <laughs> I just heard the beat sounds fucking recycled. And let me let me also just say this. But that, that beat is <laughs> definitely not. I think you're thinking about a different song. It's not off the grid, bro. Whatever, whatever, whatever song it was that I, but it's not just that one song. That was just a song I was using as an example. A lot of the sound, what that whole song's like goes, bro. Oh, okay. bro, wait, don't you talk about Fabio Four negatively ever in your life, old man? In your entire life, don't you disrespect Fabio Four? Okay, I'm just saying this right. I will go to your house and I will let your dog bite me. Okay. I will, I will, I will get into that house and get bitten by your dog before I let you disrespect Fabio Four. And I'm just putting this on the record here. That's it. All right. I will. Man, you gonna be sitting outside? Duke is Wu Gang. Look, all I'm saying is a lot of the, a lot of the production of this sound very recycled. It sounds very like I just, and I'm listening to this, and it's funny. I, oh, I got rid of my bias towards Kanye West's stupidness and nastiness. And all the stuff that goes on in his in his life, but like perjury, I call I, I call I call bullshit. Oh my god, I don't care what you call. All right, so you're gonna, so you're gonna tell me how I feel and how I think and how I think. All right, so oh, I'm yes, thank, on, thank you. I'm that's, gonna, 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 that's what I was gonna go back to. That's what I was gonna go back to. Hold on a second. I don't mean to interrupt you, old man. But listen, listen. This is what I was gonna go back to. Two points to you, Javi, and I appreciate you. Let me just say that I appreciate you right now and your candor 
and and I appreciate the conversation. However, I'm going to call bullshit on two parts. That's the, something that you said. Okay. Uh, number one, when you said 70% of my, my arguments are not about the music, I specifically stated that that was the one thing that stood out to me. I didn't go back and say that his, his lyrics were uninspired. I didn't go back and say that I, I thought that the beats sounded recycled and 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 pre overproduced and overhyped. I didn't say any of those things yet. <laughs> yeah. That was old man. I didn't get a chance to go back and say that. I didn't go back. I didn't get a chance to go back and say that. Those were also my criticisms and my critiques of that record. The lyrics are extremely uninspired. I didn't find anything. It's not like I don't get the excitement and the warm and fuzzies of a Kanye record that I used to when I listened to his original albums. That's my take, and that's my critique and my opinion on the record. Okay? So I want to make sure I went back and, and assessed that because it is not – Marilyn Manson is a, is, a, is a small segment of my criticisms and critiques of that record. Number two – I'm not canceling anybody. I want to make sure I'm clear about this on this on this podcast and on this recording. I am not canceling anybody. My point about Marilyn Manson is the fact that there's absolutely no reason to bring him to this record because he is distracting from the overall message of the record. If you had a plate of prime rib that your restaurant was incredibly known for and you are giving the same this incredible piece of prime rib out to the restaurant owners and you put a pile of dog shit next to it <laughs> specifically for the purposes of putting a pile of dog shit next to it. No one's going to talk about the prime rib. They're going to talk about the dog shit on the on the, the, the plate next to it. They're going to completely ignore it. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? That's my point. I, I, Marilyn Manson deserves his day in court. I have my own opinions and my own beliefs and 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 ideas about somebody like Marilyn Manson, but that's my own thing. I'm not saying I'm canceling him. My point is that putting him on the record is distracting from the overall narrative and the thrust of the promotion and the background of the record. That's all I'm saying. I wanted to make sure I was clear on that. So, Javi, again, thank you. I appreciate your candor, but I had to make sure I cleared that up before we went any further. No, I appreciate that. You're wrong. But all right, all right. <laughs> wow. All right, all right. Gentlemen, okay. gentlemen, gentlemen. We, we've spent, we've spent hey, a Duke, lot of time me. on you Kanye me, West. You Let's warned get me, to, You warned me. I told you about this guy. And, and, and what I'm surprised about is that old man Wade would have the audacity the audacity to talk about Fabio Foreign that way. I'm telling you right now, bro. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just nah, telling you right I now, bro. Say that man's okay? name. I'm going to leave it there. I didn't even say that okay? man's name. All right. Don't, don't you do that. Don't you do that. All right. We're moving on to Certified Lover Boy. And we'll start name. with Javi. <laughs> since, since, since Javi has already I pissed can I, off can I start, can I start this? on Donda. What's that? Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. you know oh, what? You know what, old man? Old man, your show. You can start. You can start, old man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start here. So, this is probably gonna shock anybody who anybody who knows me, and this is gonna shock people when I say it. And I remember talking. I remember talking to Superwoke about this. When I heard Drake was coming out with an album, and it was coming out soon, I, old man Wade, was excited. Let me just get that out there right now. I am not a big Drake fan. I don't. His music isn't for me. So I'm, I also want to make that make that very clear. A lot of Drake's music isn't for me. Like he makes a specific sound of music that makes my ears hurt. But again, not for me. That's not the music he makes. And it has nothing to do with like the love stuff because I am a huge LL Cool J fan. I think he's one of the greatest rappers of all time, and I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Now, certified lover boy. Those are the facts. Those are the facts as presented. Those are the facts as presented. Now, as certified, presented. Lo certified lover boy comes out. Um, I happen to be awake. I'm up playing NBA 2K. I said, you know what? Let me put this on. 
And I'm texting Javi as this is going on. And so Javi can go back and read the text as I was talking about it. And I was actually digging it for a while. And then I got to a point where I was just like, yeah, this ain't for me. And it got to the, and it wasn't, it wasn't the music. It's, and I hate to say this because this is um, something Jay-Z said. It was his voice. You hated my voice, right? I hate that you noticed. I, when he gets into that really monotone, melodic, like Migo-ish, even though he created the style Migo-ish voice, it turns me off from just the sound in general. That said, if you said to me, hey, old man, you could pick one of these two albums to listen to forever, I wouldn't even hesitate to say Drake's album. I think Drake put out a better album. I think Drake did a better uh, better job of promoting it. I think I think the world of Drake as a person who knows how to work his ass off, who trolls without being a dick about it, unless you know, unless you like you know, unless the um, energy is brought his way. So that's all. That's that's all the positives. Um, that's the positives and the negatives on that. And the reason I wanted to go first is because no, I think a lot of people were who know me were waiting for me to absolutely shit on the album, and I'm not. I'm I'm not gonna shit on it. Is it the best album of the year? It's not even close. It's not. It's not even like top five. But I also it's also a conversation that I want to have about the way that we as people have started calling mediocre things great. And I think that's the problem. That's All right, well, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, old man. Hold that thought. <laughs> I don't want you to go too far into that because we're gonna we're gonna follow up on that. We're gonna follow up on that, so we okay. will get back to you on that. But Javi, you're next, there, please. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, um, somebody keeps on knocking my door. Give me one second. I apologize. Technical difficulties. And we ain't taking a side. Okay. Either. Well, Just Adam, right in there. Adam, Adam, I know we got to keep it. We got to keep that guy in there because, you know, Javi's just all over the place today. I don't know what's going on here. Adam, you're muted. You're muted, Adam. Fuck, I did it again. Technical difficulties. Look, Javi, Javi didn't piss me off, right? Like we have differences in opinion. I think he's wrong about Kanye West and I think he misrepresented what I said, but I'm not mad, right? So here's here's my thing about Drake and I and I have to echo old man on this, right? I, I Drake is just not for me. Drake does not make music for me. Um, not in the way that LL Cool J did. Um, I, I guess maybe it was another time in my life when I discovered LL Cool J. And also the fact that LL Cool J is a lyricist, not a performer. And yes. there is a very stark difference between being a lyricist and a performer. LL Cool J is a lyricist. Drake is a performer. Do I think Drake could be a lyricist? Sure. Absolutely. Anybody could in this in this, in this this genre. But he's not. So I want to make sure we make that clear distinction between the two of them. And I think that's my biggest issue with a lot of recent music, which I know we're not talking about right now. But I want to that's sort of my biggest issue with modern hip hop is there's not not a ton of lyricists anymore. Everybody's a performer. And that's great. Everybody has their own their own lane and everybody's doing their thing. And, and there's room at the table for everybody. That style just isn't for me. Yes. However, I also want to say that I Drake do, can be lyrical. Like there, like he can. Right. And that's the part that I'm, really, really bugs me about him because when I hear him yes. like rap, rap, I'm like, I'm like, yo, Dupe can please can have more of this. He can do it. And you know what? That's the thing. Like I went back and listened to Pound Cake for the first time. I don't know in a long time, and I was like, man, he was he was good on this. Like he was really good. Like I really enjoyed his verse on that record. 
but if we're comparing the two, if we're comparing Donda and Certified Lover Boy, I'm going to pick Certified Lover Boy uh, 10 times out of 10. I will go back and listen to it because for me, it's just, it's almost sounds like music that I can like drive to, right? Or if I'm doing something, I can put it on in the background and I can just kind of enjoy it. And it's just kind of there. There's nothing inspiring to me about either of these records. And I, I think that like what, what old man was saying is, is kind of speaking to the larger albums of the year and, and, and these, these, all of these projects that are all kind of meh. There hasn't really been anything that's excited me for this entire year. There's been a couple of records here and there, a couple of cuts on each of the records, but nothing that has really stood out to me and been like, wow, we talked about this in the group chat, the replay value of each of yes. these records. They're, they're, it's not there for me. And I, 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 I didn't really get excited about it. There are a couple of standout tracks. And we talked about 7, a, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. And obviously the Jay-Z verse uh, is great, but. Yeah, there's just nothing for me that goes that I'm like, man, I got to put that record back on. I got to put on Certified yeah. Lover Boy right fucking now because I got to listen to it, right? It's not, you know, it's not Illmatic. It's not big, any of Big Pun's, you know, Big Pun's first record. It's none, none of those specific right. that I can put on and back and forth, you know, all day long. Uh, you know, it just it just didn't do it for me. But as far as comparing the two, Certified Lover I mean, it's just there, there's no contest for me. Yeah. Super Woke <sighs> Avi. I'm glad I left my yo yo man. Listen, oh, I had to walk away. Before we go on, before we go on, I want to point something out. I want to give Super Walkers props. When I was telling him I didn't like that song, Hobby was like, "Stop listening to it on your phone like a peasant, like you're listening to it on a two way radio." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, fine." So I went Put back and listened together, to, yeah. So I went back and listened to it on my headphones. And being a stubborn asshole that I am, I said, "Ah, it still sucks." But meanwhile, I'm like bobbing my head hard as hell. <laughs> but I want to make sure I gave I want to make sure I gave Superwalk his props because he was a thousand percent right when we were talking about that. He was like, "Some music needs to be in your headphones." In the headphones. Well, let me before Superwalk goes on. Let me let me just ask this real quick. This record is also twenty one tracks long as well, and Kanye's album was what twenty seven or twenty six. These yeah. are really long fucking albums. These are really long records. Uh, again, this is another situation. I don't know. I can't remember who brought it up, but this is another record where it's like, I got shit to do. I, you know, like, I'm not going to be in a car. I'm not going to be in the gym this long to be listening to this stuff. You know, I, I the days of double records are over, right? If you're going to redo, if you're going to release a project that's going to be this long, split it up into sections so you at least you can get more mileage out of this. So, I, think sorry. With, I think with Drake, I want, I think with Drake, there was a want to go back to it. So, like, I ended up listening to the first seven tracks. Then I went back and listened to maybe, like, a handful more. But I, I kept wanting to go back to listen to this. Kanye's album felt like a chore. But we didn't let Superwoke talk, so my, my apologies. That's on me. Yeah, I'm sorry. About oh, no, I'm, getting, I'm getting used to it. Off, but I'm, 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 wow. All right, fine, dude. I'll, I'll, no. I'll mute my fucking mic then, dude. No, no, I, li I liked it because I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I don't think I have to say anything else. I think they made my argument for me. And I think this is this is this is – Par for the course for a lot of people that that's say a, that's they a don't cop like out. Drake. That's a cop out, Javi. That's a that's a cop out, Javi. <laughs> you you be straight with us, like Joe do you, Biden. Do you think I'm, you, you be straight with straight with us now? Okay, <laughs> you give us your opinion on on Drake right now. You know me for quite a bit. You know me for quite a bit, dude. You know there's something coming after that. Come on, man. Give me my give me my flowers, man. But yeah, so this this, this is, is a, my this issue is, is that. Well, you know, let me okay. Then let me let me let me add some context. Here's an exclusive. Let me get the air horns. Let me get the air horns on this one. Whenever you do the post production, there you go. Exclusive, exclusive. Old man Wade is a Drake fan. 
I'll say it again. And he's not, he's not arguing with me. Right? And I think it's, I, I understand all the arguments that he makes against so, Drake. So let's just point out that, that um, Javi is correct. I am a Drake fan. I may not be a fan of his music, but I'm a Drake fan. I think, and you know what? I'm, and you I know, know that I have to go with We've had conversations. I don't want to. I don't want to violate the friendship that I have with the. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can. Dude, it's me. It's me. You can. You can hear yeah. all because we've had legitimate conversations yeah. where we talked about like because there's we all know like there's there are certain things that are that are personas that you use on air and there are certain personas that you use in real life. Yeah. And like, and if anybody knows me, um, you can tell what I mean by like, you know what I mean? Like, I joke when I say I hate Drake on a molecular level. I just don't like his music. Yeah. But like, if someone was like, you want to go party with Drake? Hell yeah, I want to go party with Drake. <laughs> no, Drake, Drake is like that cool dude in high school that you just couldn't understand why everybody liked him. And you're like hating on this dude because like, you're just like, yo, he's kind of corny, but why does everybody like this kid? And then one day you, you, you sit next to him in the lunch during lunch, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's cool. Right, right. He's still kind of cool, but you don't want to tell any of your friends that you <laughs> you don't want to tell any of your friends about it." Well, no, that right? was, that was and, actually me in high school. I was I was that kid no one wanted to admit they were hanging out with. <laughs> I was exactly, a, I was you know a what I mean? Like, emo basketball player and playing basketball yeah. ROTC, um, bumping the wrestling themes all day. I was that kid. And then they'd be like, and the thing is, with Drake, Drake, I, I, and I've talked to to Valkyrie, your wife, as well about this, right? Like, and a lot of the argument is like, Drake isn't isn't some gangster. Like, what is he? Well, he didn't come from the bottom. Like, he was on the grassy. Like, I never watched the grassy. My first, my first introduction to Drake was when he got signed to Young Money, right? Like, I remember an interview with him when he's going through like his classic hip hop. Like, I've always known Drake as like a hip hop nerd. Who can rap his ass off, right? And Adam, like you said, that he's not—he's not a lyricist. But this, in the same set, in the same paragraph, you also said that he could be a great lyricist. And then you go even further and saying that Seven A.M. on Bridal Path is a great lyrical song. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm saying you're not going as far as I'm saying that it's one right. of the best tracks. But but it's clear, it's clear that Drake is talented with his pen. But it's also clear, as Old Man Wade said, that he's a business man, right? Like. Like, there's a reason why Jay-Z put more effort on his verse on CLB than he did on Donda. Absolutely. I, you can 100%. tell the respect that Jay-Z has. And, and, and don't even take my word for it, right? Jay-Z has given his props to Drake, right, as both an artist and the lyricist. Joe Budden. Joe Budden. Hating Joe Budden. Joe freaking Budden. I don't care what you say about him. He's he he's on if Mount, the Mount Rushmore of hip-hop had like a hundred people on it joe budden would be on that right he's in the top he's in the top five of like mixtape rappers of all time so that, that yeah and depending exactly he's on some he's high on some lists depending yeah. on what you look and he gives um drake his props for his pen right like i said before drake hangs out with competitive battle rappers and they joe budden is terrible props, by right? the way like I carry on you need carry to, on i've said Sorry, I get a little I get a little heated with this because I feel like I hate when people's talents are underestimated. And I'm telling you, Drake is 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 a top tier lyricist. I'm period. Not go, I'm and not I think he showcased that, that a bit. I'm, I won't go that far now. <laughs> he showcased that a bit on Certified Lover Boy. He showcased that a bit on a lot of these tracks that he put out outside of this album. But I think this album wasn't for that. This was this was Drake paint by numbers. And Drake Drake paint by numbers is better than 90% of the stuff out there. And 
it's scientifically proven to have crazy replay value. And it's scientifically proven to be an album that you can play in your car while you're hanging out, while you're studying. Did you say that? Because if Fauci says it, I believe it. But if anybody yo, else, they, have, they have a little, yeah. they have a little dude in a white lab coat in the in yeah, the studio. Hank, right? Yeah, but, Hank. Hank in the white <laughs> lab coat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But in the yo, I'm telling you, it's 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 a machine. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, Drake 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 is a machine, yeah. right? Like, yeah, no, I get it. Well, that's what it is. A, but, that's why I said yeah. he was a performer. He's a performer. Oh, clearly, yeah. But that doesn't take away his talent as a lyricist. Though. And I didn't say that. it That's like saying. I didn't say that. That's kind of the argument. You know, we're gonna play back. You know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna rewind this. That, I'm gonna play I this said, couple times. I, I said that I I went back and I clarified because context is king, fellas. Yeah. Context yeah, yeah. is king. All right. LL Cool J is a lyricist. He is a lyricist before he is a performer. Mm-hmm. Drake is a performer before he is a lyricist. Does that not take away from LL Cool J's performance aspect of his career? No. It no. just means that he is a lyricist before he is a performer. Mm-hmm. Is, does that take away from Drake's lyricism? I gave him props on Pound Cake. I gave him props on Bridal Path. That does not mean that he is a full... I, I wouldn't classify him as a lyricist per se. I would say that he is a performer. Lyricist. Old man, would you agree with that? Um, Pharaoh Monch is a lyricist. Kendrick Lamar is a lyricist. Correct. Um, Lupe Fiasco is a lyricist. Can Drake be lyrical? Drake is a lyricist. He's not. Um, can Drake be lyrical? Absolutely. I, I, I've right. gone on record by saying What does that mean? It means that, that, that it's it? there. The, okay. The, the, the okay, here's, here's, is there. Okay. I'm going to let y'all smoke. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm put this in back. I'm going to need something to crack that y'all smoking on. After I'm this gonna, no, because you're not, you're, you're hearing me, but you're not listening. So let's Correct. look at. Yeah, thank you. Thank let's you. look at <laughs> basketball terms. Shaquille O'Neal can play defense. He's not a defender. Dennis Rodman can score. He's not a scorer. We'll, we'll, we'll give his props even more. Kobe Bryant is a great defender. He, he, Kobe Bryant is a great basketball player. He's one of the greatest, but he's not a great defender. LeBron James is a good defender. He can defend. He's not an elite defender. These are what I'm talking about when I talk about Drake. Can Drake be lyrical? Absolutely. That is absolutely true. Is he a lyricist? No, because that's not where his bread and butter is made. His bread and butter is Correct. made by being Thank a performer, you. by being a entity. By a, he Drake is a Drake. Is so Jay Z's not a lyricist. From that, is from a, by that argument, Jay Z's not a lyricist. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Drake is a musical force of nature. That's a fact. When Drake come, when 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 you okay, when Hurricane Drake is even announced. If you aren't in a, if you aren't in the, if you don't, if you aren't Jay, Kendrick, Cole, or Beyonce, board up your doors, board them up, because you don't want no parts of Hurricane. All right, Day. all right, all right, that all right, fellas, back. fellas, fellas, let's 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 bring this home for a second here because I think we're getting off path here. It's clear to me that you all agree that Drake had the better album. So Certified Lover Boy was, was beyond a Correct. doubt better than Donda, right? Can we all agree on that? Yes. My thoughts are a little bit more complicated than that, but I can I I, I can kind of agree with that. For the love of Donda. Javi, Javi, you got to make a decision. <laughs> Javi, you actually have to make a decision. Make a decision, Javi. Which one was better? Mm. Stop being indecisive. Come on, Javi. 
Donda was a better album. Donda was a better album. Donda was a better. This guy. Are you kidding me right now? Are you serious? Right I, now? Appreciate, I appreciate your opinion, sir. I appreciate your opinion, but you're wrong. Okay, that's cool. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but I'm going to say. What do right. I listen to more? What do I listen to more? What do I listen to more? I listen to Certified Lover Boy more. What do I bump more? I bump Drake more. But I think pound for pound, like, again, I think Donda had the better, like, the feature, other than the Jay-Z feature, I think every other feature on Donda was better. I think, I think for somehow Kanye has a way of just making people sound, I don't like Playboy Cardi. But he's yeah, not, like, not a fan. I could bump that. I could bump that, right? I, I like Fabio Foreign, but I think for some reason Fabio Foreign on this on, on Donda is probably the best I've ever heard of him on this album. Like it, it was just, it just it just high I think this was this was more of a highlight of his features than himself. And that's why I appreciate Donda. Like just, just musically, it was just a better album. Drake's album's a funner album, it's a more enjoyable album. Uh and that's why I say it's complicated because I'm judging. I don't, I don't think I'm judging them through the same lens. I don't think I'm using the same metrics to judge these two albums. I mean, old man made the argument well, earlier that it's not a Donda's not a hip hop album. It's a gospel album. Right. And I'll take him for his word and say like, you know what? Okay. I'm judging, I'm judging Donda as a different genre as, as I'm judging certified lover. And I think that's fair. Well, that, that would make Donda one of the I'm worst gospel albums in the history of gospel, by the way. But uh, that's another story. <laughs> I didn't say I'm judging that you as know. gospel. I said I'm judging that as a different genre. I just don't All know right. how you're going to put out a gospel Mississippi album. Mississippi Mass Choir. Mississippi Mass Choir, The Soul Stirrers, uh, you know, uh, all these great Kirk Franklin and then Donda. Get the hell out of here. This is nonsense. Yeah. This is complete nonsense right now, folks. Um, but I'm glad we got there. Now listen, old man, right wait. Now, I'll listen to Don old man, wait. Franklin. Yeah, that's terrible. But because you know, Kirk Franklin will break his son's <laughs> neck I, I, if he ever disrespect him again. So let me just put I, that out there. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can't. Okay. I cannot stand Kirk Franklin. Man. Him, I can't stand on a on a. Listen, Kirk Franklin. Like, I hit Kirk Franklin. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin will be thugging and bugging, so don't play with Kirk Franklin. He will break your neck, okay? That's what he said. Now, listen, old man Wade. That's right. That's right. Old man Wade, you were making a point earlier, and I told you we'd come back to it because I think it's an important point. You were talking about mediocre albums that have come out over the past year or so and how do you feel that we are bestowing more accolades on inferior product because there is so few good albums these days in, in terms of music or are you just overreacting a little bit what's going on here old man i don't think the two can i don't think the two have to be mutually exclusive to be honest with you um our opinions are our opinions of what we like is what we like so one of the things that i had to get over was the fact that like my time of music isn't necessarily something that's going to last forever however that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm incapable of evolving as a person and, I, and my ear can't evolve. Little Yachty was one of those dudes that I just could not stand. I didn't like him. I thought he was ridiculous. I thought he was destroying hip-hop. I was that guy. Until one day I realized that I sound like a 
like a damn fool. Just because I don't like it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not good. Little Yachty actually has a couple songs that I enjoy. But when it comes to what I hear in actual music, it doesn't necessarily seem that, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. It just doesn't feel, what it doesn't have that same kind of emotion that hip-hop used to have. Like, it's a job now. Um, when Cardi first came out, I wasn't a big fan. Her, al- her album that came out, meh, I liked some of it, some of it was cool. The stuff she's put out after her album, I don't know what happened, what the transformation was. But she feels, it sounds like she's putting her whole damn heart and soul into that music. And it, it's something about it, and I can feel it again. I can feel that kind of hip-hop. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, um, Conway the Machine. Um, so, like, I hear those guys, and it gives me that same kind of, like, emotion that I used to have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you are you going to be disrespectful again? Are you going to be disrespectful again and not name Benny the Butcher? Here you go again. Right? Oh, yeah. Are you not going to oh, say Benny, Benny the, the Butcher's name? Benny the Butcher. Oh, no, no, no. Let me just say this. Benny the Here Butcher has again. never put out a bad verse. Yeah. Okay. Benny the Butcher has never put out a bad verse. Ever. Like, every time Benny, Benny the Butcher puts it out, puts something out, I'm listening. Benny the Butcher's that dude. He, he, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing negative you can say about that dude. He puts out amazing, amazing, amazing out. Amazing, like, and again, he he's not the most lyrical dude, but he can, but again he can be a lyricist. It's kind of like um like let's take Rick Ross. Rick Ross isn't necessarily lyrical, but when he speaks, you're just kind of like, damn. Um, Andre three thousand something about whatever he does is just damn, and it doesn't necessarily have to be lyrical. It's just damn. So Andre three thousand has never put out in a a song. As a singles artist, he's never put out a song that was worth listening to. His features are the only things worth listening to unless he's with Big Boy. Facts. You are out of your damn mind because The Love Below is one of the five. I was about to say, don't be disrespectful, Duke. Yeah, I got to check you on that one, Duke. Yeah, don't be disrespectful. The Love Below is one of the five greatest albums of all time in any genre. I don't care what I I, I don't care what if you're talking about. Like actual okay. music, and the love below was 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 released by Outcast. All right, so again, he had the influence. Yeah, of Big but they were separate. It was separate, but together, he had the influence of Big Boy to carry him. Like I said, Andre. I feel like they were kind of beefing. I feel like they were kind of beefing. I feel like there was a. I feel like that was a beef. Is that record, why yeah. they put out yeah. an album together? <laughs> is that why they put out an album together? I think. I mean, I'm probably making shit. Together. Together. No, 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 I know. I know. I'm just bullshitting. Yeah. Now, I feel like Andre no, three thousand to hear any kind of big boy influence on that. Andre Andre Benjamin, if you're listening right now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Never in your life oh, have you put out a single okay. song by yourself without big boy's influence that was worth listening to. Everything do that you that you owe your whole success. Is to the influence of Big Boy and the other artists that you feed off of. You're one of those guys that you need a good teammate in order to to be your best. And I credit you for that because you you know your lane and you stick there. That's why you never put out a solo album. And I I commend you for that. Stay in your lane, brother. Stay in your lane. 
you're gonna wake up tonight, dude. You're gonna wake up tonight, dude, and Audrey Three Thousand's gonna be standing, squatting over you, playing a flute with the Robin Hood hat. And he's gonna be, he's gonna be very upset with you. Just so you're gonna, you know. you're, he's a, Andre Three Thousand is gonna CM Punk you, sir. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna have six hundred tweets about Andre Three Thousand fucking coming back at you, like what happened to me with CM Punk. So just, just be very, very careful. <laughs> yeah. Sir. And, you know, and you know the best so part about sure. it is. I'm, and Andre 3000 is not even going to be mean about it. He's going to like sit there and talk with him. He's going to bring his. He's going to bring Duke's favorite beer. It's going to be sitting there with him, like, like it just like yo, oh my god, so polite. Yeah, like he's like it's like like the night. It'll yeah. be like the nicest thing in the world, and he'll be like, "Why don't you like my music?" And it's just like you know, it'll like it'll just be so poetic. <laughs> Just big, big grin the whole time, you know. Just exactly. so, so kind and yeah, welcoming. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be great. And then, and and you know he's a great. Like be, you have to. There's no way go ahead, that Abby. you can be one of Erica Badu's baby daddies and not be a solid stand-up guy. Like I think that's impossible. And she has, and she okay. has but, nothing but negative again. to say about. It. You're right, right. Well, Erica Badu Duke is Duke no is Jill the Scott. only one that has something negative to say about Andre. Well, Erica Badu is no Jill Scott. Let's <laughs> move on here. No, you know what? So, I'm not even. You'll, you'll yeah, get no yeah, argument. Yeah. Super woke, Harvey. Come on. No, Come I'm on, just. Not, I'm not. I'm not putting those two queens together. You, yeah. I'm. I'm with Harvey. I'm not. I'm not. Erica Badu is no Jill I'm Scott. Harvey. When Harvey, when we no. think about the music that's come out over the past year. Do you feel it's been mediocre, or, or is Old Man Wade is he exaggerating? Old Man Wade's old. That's why we call him Old Man Hurtful. Wade. He's an old guy. You know, he's an old soul, and that's okay. Nostalgia, nostalgia is a bleak man. Sometimes I suffer with that. I try, I try, I try to check myself when I'm when I'm when I think I'm seeing things through nostalgic rose-colored glasses. But to be real with you, I think we're in a we've been in a golden age of music. Period. I think that music has become a lot more dem, dem, democratic, right? I think that the music that we grew up listening to, all of it was filtered through the machine, was filtered through. Wait, time out! No, 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 no! We're not doing that. Filtered through the machine. So, Drake okay. is the machine. Literally, the machine. Are you done? No, yes, are, are it's, it's filtered through the machine. You you cannot say that and then be a, a high proprietor of fucking Drake and this um and Donda and be like filtered through the machine. Get out of here with that. I'm just, no, I'm not. I just I just I just want the audience to see who's calm here and who's not, and just yes, because I am an emotional like Drake. I am an emotional Scorpio. All right, that's fine. Sometimes we have to buttress our weak arguments with the quote. Uh, what we we say earlier, you insult, you insult everybody on here by saying the only, only everybody with a what was it he said? Um, only everybody with um, an artistic bone in their body like Drake. Like yeah, yeah, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here to make. I'm not here to make friends, man. I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Anyway, with that being said, with that being said, I think that we're in a golden age of music. I think that the fact that anybody can put out a track. And get that on a streaming service, you know. Of course, there's gonna be a lot of trash because again, anybody can do it. But I think it gives people the artistic freedom to do what they want. I think oh. Young Thug, he's coming out with a punk album, right? Like these kids, these kids own their masters, right? These kids are doing what they want. Drake is part of the machine, but that's his machine. 
you all you've he talked about that. is how we're in a garbage or something, but you've yet to say anything that talks about the music being good. I wonder why I haven't been able to get my thought out. No, no, no. You've had time. And you're even like, we're in a golden age because right. kids can do this and the whippersnappers can do okay. that. The whippersnappers. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go okay, with that being, okay, with that being said, right, just take this year, for instance, right? We've had Nas coming out with, 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 with crazy music. Like, we have the Fugees touring again, right? We have, you know, we... Oh, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine. We had we we had Versus is bringing all these these classic artists out. And I remember having a conversation a few years ago with a friend of mine. We were talking about hip hop, and we we're thinking like, will we ever see a time where classic hip hop artists are able to make money like say the Rolling Stones, classic uh, 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 rock stars can? And we're seeing that now because of the democratization of music, the fact that they can control their own fate. So. Music hasn't diminished. All that music that you want from your nostalgic days is still around, right? But at the at the same that time, wasn't the question, that wasn't the question. That wasn't the question at all. The question is about so the music that, that's coming out. So with that being said, hip hop. Now we have hip hop for old heads, right? Because hip hop's been around for a few decades. We have that. But what hip hop hip hop has always been has been for young people. Every generation of hip hop, you have a cohort of old ass dudes like us talking about how hip hop is being ruined, right? And that's there's no different today. Like I, I mentioned Wu Gang when we when we were talking about uh, Fabio Foreign. Most people our age don't even know what that means, but that means something to the kids listening to that music, right? We're judging we're judging stuff that's not for us. And we're on, and a lot of us are unwilling to open our minds to that because we're so stuck in our in our Stone Age way of looking at hip hop. It's different. It ain't it ain't the same boom bap stuff that we're into. That's it's not. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have feeling. It doesn't mean it doesn't touch the people it's meant for. And that's just my only argument. This is something we're always going to see this with new genres of music as generations grow out grow out of whatever's hot. But you know, I love it. I love seeing the evolution of hip hop as a true hip hop head. I love this. I love this day and age because for me, it, it I feel like hip hop is never gonna die. Nas came out with hip hop is dead. He was wrong. Hip hop will never die because it's going to evolve. It's going to grow with the people that it's meant for. Period. All right. Let me let me just you say this uh, just for clarification's sake. Oh, hold on a second, old man. Hold on. I want to make sure I get this out here. It's not Wu Gang. It's the Wolves. It's the Woe. And their their biggest rival are the Cho's. So I just want to make sure I get that correct there. Oh, you know, Javi is I'm an old man, his own self. He's not, you made my point. he's not hip. Yeah. He's not hip like I am. So we just want to make sure we get that out there. Yeah. there. Adam, you've been very quiet. Yeah. Adam, you've been very quiet. Do you have anything to add to this last point here? I uh, I just I muted myself on purpose just because I wanted to let these two guys have at it. But I want to make sure I set the record clear as far as like owning masters. Drake only recently within like 2017 or 2018, started to own his masters. Cash Money and Young Money, I believe, own his original records as part of well, the- can I, can, can I, I, I just so want to clarify me, that. I, I sure, didn't, when yeah. I say, I, I brought up Drake after the point, but a lot I of see. these a lot of these younger artists do own their own masters because they correct. came in yes. Right. Right. So yeah, just, you're correct. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure I just because I, I know that that's been kind of a, a thing recently as, as far as older music. I wouldn't necessarily say I have been I have felt very inspired by anything so far this year. And that's that goes for Nas's record. That goes for Drake's album. That goes for Kanye's album. I do agree 
to a certain extent with Javi's point that we are in a, what he called a golden age of music, right? Like we are in a time where anyone can go and produce and put their own music out and get it out for people to hear it. Whether or not as good is the problem that I have. I think there's just too much in the, in the pool. I think there's too many people that have too much access and are creating subpar unlistenable music and that goes for all genres that's not just rap that's and hip-hop that's for rock and roll that's for pop i mean that's everything anyone can be a musician or anyone can be a performer now i don't necessarily think that i need to listen to everything the reason that i like hip-hop so much is because you had to have a specific sound back in the 80s and the 90s and me even the early 2000s you needed to have something that made you stand out you need to have something that made you stand out from the rest of the crowd something that you could stand on and and lyricism was it I'm starting to slowly get into the new sound of music. I don't agree with Nas that hip hop is dead. I think it's going to be around forever, but I don't necessarily agree with the fact that everything that's come out right now is, is great. And I'm, I'm with old man on that where I, I just don't, I think there is a certain level of, it's like what we talk about sometimes Duke with, with spe- uh, specific wrestling promotions. Everyone wants to believe that this stuff is good and that we are pushing and promoting the fact that this stuff is good. But is it really good or do are we just trying to convince ourselves that it's good because these people are creating music, right? Does Eminem's music really stand the test of time? I don't know. I want to say it's good. I want to enjoy it. There were several tracks on Music to be Murdered by that were great. Uh, you know, obviously Black Thought. I know we're not supposed to be talking about other artists, but it's, it's, it's kind of speaking to my larger point. Greatest rapper alive. Black Thought, Black Thought uh, hands down, is the greatest rapper alive. Hands down. Black Thought murdered that fucking track. On, on Eminem's album. And those are facts. So that, I, I can go back and listen to that record a hundred thousand times every day, but I don't necessarily agree that any of Eminem's music has a long-term viability. You know, it's very much a pocket and a time in its own, in its own world. Um, I just, I, I, nothing really, to me, nothing is, is, has, st- has stood out and said, okay, this is going to be great music because I think a lot of people have that that option where they're like, oh, well, uh, Drake ha- Drake's record has to be great because it's Drake. Kanye's record has to be great because it's Kanye, but it's it, it just it didn't do anything for me. The, these records don't do anything for me. They're not long lasting. I'm not going to go back and, and spin them. There may be one or two tracks that I might really enjoy off of it. But I think uh, to, to old man's point and, and some things that we've talked about, Duke, is people want to make themselves believe that it's good because they want to feel it and they want to think that it's good. But it, it really is it's just it isn't and that's for everything so that's that's where i kind of stand on that so i want to point out um, right, so me and hobby joke oh, me go ahead, hobby, oh let me just get to that me and hobby joke about this and hobby knows that i was joking with like cutting him off or something like that and i know i, I can read between the lines but we're like you know this is all in jest <laughs> um is, is it a golden age of hip-hop i don't think i think it's a golden age for the evolution of hip-hop correct i think yes. that i think because we have because we have so many different artists doing so many different things, I really honestly feel that that is an amazing thing because you have like there's different genres, like from um, metal, came, from, me, from rock came metal, like, you know what I mean? And from that right, came right, orange. Right. So there are subsections of it. Like um, we started from like, you know, self-destruction, um, uh, like you and I, Ty, to like you know the woo to woo to you know what I mean. So it's it's gonna continue to evolve, and if it doesn't evolve, then like you know then anything that doesn't evolve is gonna become extinct, and that's not something you want hip hop to be. So while I may not even like some of the stuff, and even if I never buy or listen to a new artist ever again, 
the fact that I have artists out there that are still making music for me and still evolving makes me very happy. When I look at Method Man, who hasn't sworn in an on a track, and I think and they said something like seven years, something like that. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Red Man still put out albums late in his career. Um, Harvey brought the point about the verses. Versus is a huge deal for like hip hop on a on not just a musical level but on a business level. So we have the Yo, black music in general, bro. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Harvey. And like that's a lot of those things are a big deal because um, hip hop has continued to evolve. Because hip hop has continued to evolve. Excuse me. So if, if the golden age of hip hop, it's a, I think that's a very loaded. Um, very loaded way to look at things because even in my stubbornness, I can recognize that some of the stuff that is going on, I don't necessarily have to like, but the fact that it's still being made and the fact that it's still being popular is a good thing. And so, but some, one thing I will never say when they go, people, oh, people made hip hop pop. Like, no, hip hop's been pop for decades now. We can, we can Forever. stop. Yeah. Like we can stop that right now. That's not a true statement at all. It's been, it's been pop since before LL Cool J. Like, you know what I mean? So people go, oh, jaw Rules pop. Like, yeah, so was LL Cool J. Like, and like, then you get someone like DMX. DMX was never pop. Pop had to be DMX. They had, um, um, Ed Lover said it. And it was the best way that I heard someone describe DMX's career. Because he was one of the few rappers that never had to adjust to the radio. Radio had to adjust to DMX. And I think that's, that, that's one of the reasons why I think hip-hop is as beautiful as it is, is because they make it a way to like, it's like, Oh no, we're not going to adjust for you. You're going to adjust to us. Javi, you got, you got a last point on that before I wrap it up. Super woke. Did you have a last point before I wrap it up? You're, you're muted. Sorry about that. I just want to end it. I'm going to end it on a cordial <laughs> note. Um, this, this was, this was fun, actually. I, I really enjoyed it. I hope we can do it again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I agree with the the, the breadth of your of your arguments, right? Like, I, I, I think that... And, and I don't even think there's anything for me to disagree. Like, art is, art is entirely subjective, right? Like, I mean, we can talk about the technicalities and how well somebody used their 808s or synths or whatever, right? But at the same time, both of you guys, I think, have mentioned this in different ways. It's how the music makes you feel, right? Like if this music doesn't touch you, the great thing about hip hop, you're gonna find something that does, right? And I think that um, the one thing I'm I'm gonna just you know disagree with a little bit, Adam, when you say that you feel like people want, they 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 feel like they want to like this music. I disagree a bit. I think there's there's some of that, especially with social media and the fact that people feel like they need to have an opinion right away, right? With that, every album is like the best album ever, right? For like right. a week. Right, I but I, I think I for the vast majority of people, uh, myself included, and I know three, the three of you guys, right? Uh, it's you like what you like. It's you're not putting it on. Like I like Drake music. I'm not saying it because I feel like that's what I need to say. And same way, I'm not. I don't think you guys are saying you don't like some of the stuff because you feel like that's what you need to say. Like that's your opinion. You like what you like, and at the same, at, you know we're going to like some of the same stuff. We're going to like some different stuff. It doesn't even matter, man. Just keep listening to music and support your favorite artists. That's it. And support your local artists too. All right. Yes. Well, listen, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Definitely support the local artists. Of course. Of course. Adam B. 
Foundation Radio. Why don't you let everybody know how they can check out uh, your podcast because you've, you've brought up some good stuff here and there may be some people who want to continue to follow you. I don't think Javi will, but everybody else, I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's been a pleasure. Javi, I know we've disagreed very, uh, very sensationally on the show, but um, I, I, that is the spice of life for me. I enjoy having a robust and in intelligent conversation when it comes to these kinds of things, not just with hip hop, but with anything. So I, uh, I have enjoyed having you as a sparring partner, sir. And uh, I have really enjoyed this conversation old man as well. It has been a pleasure to agree with you for this entire uh, duration of the show. Uh, so I want to say thank you guys so much for both for having me on. No, I really appreciate it. And Duke always uh, is, is a pleasure to work with you uh, in any capacity. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at this is goober. You can also find foundation radio. All of my uh, episodes is at the archive at foundation radio.net uh lots of great interviews in there duke bennett a uh, friend of the show has been on before um i've had guests ranging from asher roth to uh eric bischoff uh to tommy chung uh so i have a wide array of guests that come on to my show for conversations and great uh wrestling talk music talk uh, we play dungeons and dragons uh it's a little bit of something for everybody so uh again that's foundationradio.net you can also follow me at this is goober on my twitter and my instagram and again i gotta thank you guys so much for having me on uh, I really appreciate it. And, you know, Adam likes to uh, downplay the fact that he is connected to the, to the uh, jackass guys. Those are his friends, lifelong friends, grew up together, same neighborhood. And Adam is a straight man out of that group. So uh, I always like to, to bring that up. He's the one that's bailing them out when they get into all their hijinks, which you always need a <laughs> well, good straight man in the group. I should there. say I met... I should say I met them in my teens and my twenties. So I didn't, I can't say that I grew up with them, but I did, I did know them uh, at that, some of the tail end of their, uh, their jackass 3d stuff. Uh, it's been a, it's been a wild ride with those guys. And I have a lot of really fun stories. Brandon Novak's been on the show before. Um, lots of really insane times with those guys, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I have to be the straight guy. I'm the only one with a license most of the time and the only one I can drive. So uh, yeah, the only one sober enough and clear headed to drive. So yeah, uh, I just want to, yeah, but there, I, uh, I mean, look, there was a time in my life that was incredible. Um, lots of really cool memories and, and cool times to be a part of. Um, so yeah, lots of fun stories that I can tell you guys off air for sure. <laughs> can we see you can we see you on any of the shows or movies no no i wasn't i wasn't in it like that if you watch jackass 3d there's a scene where they do the tooth pull uh where danger aaron does the the lamborghini tooth pull if you look in the scene when the car is driving towards you cannot tell that it is me standing in for ryan dunn um that is uh they dressed me up in the big uh he so he was dressed up as a doctor right and the first thing they, they call, one of the guys calls me. He's like, hey, we need to do these pickup shots. I was like, all right, let's uh, you know, go ahead and do it. Um, they put me in a fake beard. They pulled out like the movie magic stuff. My first thought was absolutely fucking not. You guys are not putting any fake hair near me because they glued the pubes of the one guy's face in Jackass 2. I was like, absolutely fucking not. No one's coming near me with this. And they're like, no, 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 we promise we wouldn't fuck with you like that. Uh, Dunn got a kick out of it. He thought it was a, he thought it was hilarious. Um, he thought it was uh, he thought it was hysterical that I, I was able to dress up as him. Uh, no, but you'll be able to see me in an upcoming documentary about Brandon Novak. Uh, what's called Where's My Needle? Uh, it's the Brandon Novak story. I'll also be featured in his third book, uh, which is coming out, I believe, in the next uh, next year, I think is when they're planning to do it. Um, I was part and parcel to the Lamb or the Mercedes accident. Uh, with that, um, Novak crashed Bam's $150,000 Mercedes uh, S55, I think it was. Um, I was with him. I basically, if it wasn't for me, Novak would be dead. Um, wow. And that story is uh, absolutely insane. Bam is involved with that. April Margera, 
Uh, it is a, uh, a wild, a wild story and it's just as insane as it sounds. So that will be coming out. I believe they're going to be targeting for that for next year. Uh, so I'll definitely be doing some promotion for that as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I know, I know, I know Bam and, and Novak way better than I know the rest of the guys, Ryan Dunn and I were, you know, we knew each other like very like infrequently. We only saw each other a handful of times. Absolutely incredible person though. Uh, very, very missed by a lot of people. Um, yeah, just wild times though. So, but thank you, Duke. I appreciate your, uh, your hyping on that. Well, I always got to plug it there because, um, you know, Adam, I'm sure somebody's <laughs> watching along and saying, well, why the hell is this guy here? Well, <laughs> you know, this guy has a little bit of something for everybody. There's no two ways about it. And listen, I am the Duke yep. host of Duke Loves Rossum podcast and the Tell Us the Truth podcast, a big friend of the Old Man Wade show. And it is such a pleasure and an honor anytime I get a chance to uh, pop on. I was I was honored that Old Man Wade allowed me to uh, host this special edition here, which is pretty cool. Because I feel that Javi, um, sometimes he he needs a little taste of his own medicine. So for old man to be in a position where he can, you know, take the gloves off and really lay into him, and then again he he recruited, he recruited Adam from Foundation Radio to uh, pick up whatever pieces were left of Javi, and you know get the job done there. So it's it's very interesting when you see how this this played out there. But clearly, old man Wade and Adam B from Foundation Radio, they were able to slay the 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 beast, the Hulk, okay, known as Super Woke Javi. That's what happened here, folks. I am the Duke. I am the host. I am the judge. I am awarding the victory to Old Man Wade and Adam B from Foundation Radio. You got that right. And with that said, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to let the guys who run this operation close us out. Super woke Javi, old man Wade, take it away. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I uh, want to thank the Superior Super Woke Javi for doing this. Don't forget, you can find us on oldmanwade.com, uh, posting stuff. I have this new uh, new uh, set of articles I'm doing called Storytime with Old Man Wade. I'll probably be changing it to Talks with Old Man Wade, where I specifically discuss just life in general and things that have changed me as a person. A little fun thing I'm doing. We also do a bunch of comic book articles, which um, have done really well because it's it's um, something we're both passionate about. Uh, you can also find us on the Old Man Wade Facebook page, just talking shenanigans. We get a little uh, it's fun for the most part, but we also do start we also do discuss a lot of social injustice things. Like we are very huge on making sure that the LGBTQ black people um, women are well represented in these things we are going to we are going to be honest about things and like superwoke said we don't judge right off the bat you know what i mean like we will like you know we don't cancel someone because unless you're a rapist like you know you do have a chance for redemption uh you can find me on old man wade com on twitter and instagram you can find superwoke javi on let shit record on twitter that he never uses um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to add that, man. I always got to add it. Uh, you can also find us on our comic book page uh, sponsored by Black Rabbit. BlackRabbit.com. B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T. Uh, my best friend and um, hetero life mate, uh, Diddy, does that. He's I not lying about that. <laughs> 
And we could all, you can also find um, find me on his uh, website, blackrabbit.com, uh, doing articles as well. Yeah, that's all I got. Can I get a recount, though? Yo, who did Trump call uh, in Arizona? I need some with cyber ninjas. I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't trust the judge, man. They certified the election, though, for Joe Biden, which we all knew was the reality. So. Stop to steal. Stop to steal. <laughs> certified you know, steal. You, know, Hobby, certified you, you were so noncommittal. Tremendous. You were you were so noncommittal on everything. Guy. On everything fantastic Hobby. guy. I couldn't That's get right. my point across, yo. I was over here getting jumped, <laughs> freaking getting jabbed by old man Adams coming in with the uppercut, but you know it's okay. Yeah, because we, 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 we all we, have our off days. You want to know why? Because <laughs> you follow the Wu-Tang Clan of things. You just jump people. <laughs> you, you guys got me in the hypotenuse of the square. perpendicular <laughs> <laughs> to the square. I stand gold like flair. What, what are you saying? saying? What if you gold like flair? I'm not getting into this conversation about the Rizzo again. No, wait, my favorite is Ghostface. Yeah, Ironclad Ice wow. Cubes, Rocks in the Grass. Like, what the fuck did you just no, no. say? What are you talking about? Hold on, hold on. My favorite, Yo, favorite there'll favorite be no Ghostface slander here. No, I'm Yo. just saying. I love Ghostface. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not everything he says makes sense. That's all. Hold on. Yeah, but you don't have the mathematics. Hands out, turkeys. What? What? <laughs> what did he just say? Statues of Mary. I'm going to play it killer. Statues of Mary, gas that bus mercury, sit through the biggest storm and hand out turkeys. <laughs> what that did he the- say? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> I guess I'm saying I could listen to it all day long, but I'm like, what the fuck did this guy just say on this record? Oh my God! Sorry, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, be safe out there. Oh, please listen. Remember, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Subscribe to the Old Man Wade Show. We're out of time, folks. Damn it, Wade!